Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snack Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. It's the Duval Hot Takes Podcast. Starring Sean Daly. Andrew Norwell is to the offensive line profession what Ray Charles was to the guitar. (laughs) Pat Smith. Everyone who had to endure an elder say, why did they get rid of Tom Coughlin over the holidays? Say aye. Aye. With With Taylor Taylor Smith and Devin May. All of them were like, hey, you still doing that podcast? Yeah. Jaguars suck. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, good day to you and welcome to the Duval Hot Takes Podcast, the biggest and best podcast for all things Jaguars football, brought to you by Big Cat Country and SB Nation. My name is Taylor Smith, I am your moderator for the show, I'm joined by your hosts, Sean Daly, What's up? Pat Smith, Wawo-wee-woo. and your facts and stats <laughs> man, Devin Mabe. Hello. Today is Friday, December 27th. We hope everyone is having a great holiday season as we head into the new year. Things are going great for us here at DHT headquarters. Had an opportunity to rest up earlier this week, which we desperately needed, after watching the Jacksonville Jaguars get reamed by the Atlanta Falcons. 12-24. to 24. Jaguars are now 5-10. and 10. Coming up on the same record we had at the end of last year. Don't forget we were 5-11. and 11. And Shad Khan said, we can't keep doing that, our heads will roll. Well, so far it doesn't look like it. But nevertheless, we're not too upset with the loss itself. Don't forget we are trying to tank. What we are upset about is the performance on the field. So Sean is going to start things off. He's got some pointers he'd like to go over. Sean, give us your notes. First and foremost, before I even get into the game, we have to decide on one thing right here as a room. Burn the uniform combination. Absolutely. Can we all I agree? Uh-huh. Oh, it's the worst one. It is If gross. you're going to wear the whites, wear the all-white cocaines. Uh-huh. Or don't wear them at all. Teal pants with white shirt. Stupid. It's, it's gross. Stupid. <laughs> Maybe with the black jersey. Teal jersey, black pants is the best combination we have. See, this is these are the conversations that we're going to have in the offseason. <laughs> best combination versus worst combination. Because that was gross looking. That mm-hmm. was bad. I, I, I'm watching. I'm just like, oh my God. Just I honestly like, don't think the teal pants fit with anything. It made bad plays look worse. And it made good plays look bad. Yeah, like when we made terrible. a good play, it was still like, ugh. Exactly. If we're going to suck on the field, can we at least look good? Yeah. Can we do, can can we we do that, Can we have that please? bit of decency? I mean, jeepers, creepers, folks. It was awful. All right. So now let's get to the uh, let's get to the football. All right. The only thing uglier than the jerseys on the field was the actual play on the field. So we'll get into that. All right. <clears throat> Opening drive for the Falcons. Simple halfback pitch to Devontae Freeman. And he goes untouched with seemingly no interest in touching, tackling, or breathing on him as he literally moonwalks 
into the end zone, flips off all of our families, and says, this is how your day is going to go, Jaguar fans. How did that make you feel? I got to say that I was actually, I watched this at a friend's house on Sunday, and as I walked into the door, he was scoring. So I didn't get to watch anything prior to that. I came in, they're like, oh, Pat, you're just in time. Uh, Freeman just scored a touchdown. I said, oh, sweet. Um, okay, then I'll just see myself out. Yeah. <laughs> he, it just, as soon as he caught it in the backfield, it looked like every player on the defensive side of the Jaguars were just like, well, that's uh, that's going to be a touchdown right there because we are not uh, schemed in the right area for this. We don't have enough speed to catch up to him. And he's slow, by the way. Devontae Freeman isn't going to win a race against half the NFL running backs in the league. Okay? Mm -hmm. So, and it was just a really ugly play. Devontae Freeman is washed, and he made us look like a junior high football team on that play. It it was just out-coached, out-blocked, out-schemed, everything. Awful. But it's okay, though. Because we get the ball back. That's how the NFL works. All right? So we're getting the ball back. We're good. We're only down seven. Minshew's going to go down the field. Michael Walker catches the ensuing kickoff and says, you know what? Fuck that. I'm no, no. We don't need the football. We don't need the football. I'm just going to give it right back to the Falcons. Boom. He fumbles the ensuing kickoff to the Falcons on his way out of the NFL. Honestly, was only thinking of you throughout yeah. that entire play. <laughs> I, I, it, it's a disservice to this team that that man the is even one. still that he's even still doing it. Yeah, why is he still doing it? You mean to tell me we don't have a single other able body to go do that? Keelan Cole can't go out there and do that. Yeah, I mean, come on. At what point do you have to look around and say, "Wow"? Not only listen, a Whatever the average return yardage is, I don't think he's ever hit it once. And B, every time he did get to his end point, it looked like he ended. Okay? every He's been demolished every single time at the end of his returns. And honestly, I can't believe he's still getting up. But when he does get up, he's fumbling the ball. Doesn't belong on special teams. It takes a special kid to play special teams. He's not the not the type of special I'm talking. I miss Jaden Mickens. I miss Jaden Mickens, man. Where the hell's Jaden Mickens? I miss him. All right, who are you telling? Yeah. Who are you yeah. telling? I mean, we, I'm we, still we, trying to figure out why that man's not playing. We got knockoff friend Mickens out there, man. We got Pickens, dude. It's, uh, it's gross. Not even. Not even. Great value Mickens. No, great value Mickens would be a, a compliment to, <laughs> to Michael Walker. No Ranger. No Texas. No nothing, Michael. Mike, get off the team. <laughs> I've tried to think of a funny Walk your ass off the team, Mike. <laughs> All right. Yeah, he's he's going to be a star in the NFL. Don't want to be like Mike. He's going to be on the Tampa, whatever, the Tampa Vipers in the XFL. That's what team he's going to be on. You watch. He's going to be a star. Mike needs to be on a walker. So, Bounty gate. Take so, him out next game. <laughs> he's not going to play. He's already done. He's, I don't think he's going to play, right? Devin, let's look, look that up. If he does well, play, we'll talk about that later. Thousand dollars to the first man that puts <laughs> oh, him in a walker. Jesus Christ! You're not gonna be on the boat. DHT approved. <laughs> no, no, that's no. Pat approved. That is not DHT approved. Co op Pat approved. <laughs> Second drive for the Falcons. Devontae Freeman, remember him? Well, he was wide open on a hitch, and he literally fell into the end zone three yards out. And there you go. So. Bada bing, bada boom, five minutes into the game. 14 for me down, and nothing for you. You're down 14 to nothing, and here you go, Gardner Minshew. All right. We know you're a gardener and all, but there's no need to use those skills on this day because the rest of the team can dig a hole better than any gardener can. Who knew? 
Who knew that Jaguars were so good at digging holes? I've seen my my fair share of big cat documentaries on Nat Geo. I never saw a Jaguar dig a hole once, but I saw 53 dig a hole on Sunday, boy. Oh, my God. But I'm tired. Well, that's too damn bad. <laughs> Keep digging. <laughs> and that's exactly what Jaguars are. Yep, yep. Gardner Minshew's like, I haven't even touched the ball yet, and I'm down 14 points. Man. That's Matt, a way to start a football game. Yeah. Talk about your, your golf handicap. That's your that's your football handicap. You start at minus 14. That's it. God, yeah. Climb up that hill, Gardner. Exactly. Exactly. And so, you know, uh, finally touches the ball, gets a first down, but then D. Westbrook drops an easy one on third and four. Then the Falcons get the ball, and they mess up a fourth and one, which I know they would have gotten, but they false started, did it some kind of movement, and it got canceled out, and then they missed the field goal. So, hey, it's the first first good thing that's happened for the Jags. The road to the comeback Boom, starts now. baby. Fourth and one, false start, missed field goal. Yes. Jaguars get the ball back, third and eight. Minshew uh, d- does this a couple times in the game. He escapes a clean pocket for no reason. For no reason at all, he just starts running around, and his eyes have officially been moved from downfield to down scope. Oh, there's is, there's reasons. Exactly. I, I, I'm there's saying reasons. the Jaguars. In that present play, maybe not, but there's reasons the why. The Jaguars are ruining Gardner Minshew's mentality and his psyche. When you take a quarterback's eyes from downfield and move them down scope when he's looking like directly in front of him, guess what he's not looking at? receivers. He's not looking at any receivers because he's too busy looking at defensive tackles, defensive ends, and the the faces of his offensive linemen. The Gardner Minshew should not be able to look, it should not be able to tell me what color eyes Andrew Norwell has, but he has looked into Andrew Norwell's longing eyes at least 17 times this season, and it's just been like, if you could, they, they lock eyes and he's just like, son of a, dude, what? Like, he looks at him like, dude, come on, man. And he just gets absolutely destroyed. He but can pick out the exact shade of blue, like a paint shop at Home Depot. Norwell exactly. blue. That's Norwell blue. That's Norwell yeah. blue. And so, if he can describe what his office, that's not good. He should only know what the offensive lineman's ass, back, and neck look like. That's Norwell ass. Golly. Norwell quad. So he's, he escaped a clean pocket for no reason because he's got post-traumatic stress disorder from the bad offensive line play, and he, he throws an inaccurate pass. So it's just it was ugly. Minshew very inconsistent in this game. Not not good. Not bad. Not terrible, but not good. No he, giveaways. He looks like a backup. He looks like a backup out there today, which is not good. Moving forward with a possible new regime and or same regime, who who the f- knows? But. You know, I mean, Joe Montana would look like a backup behind this offensive line. I, it's, I, it's just what it is. You know, he just it just just did not look good as a whole. Then Matt Ryan puts on his pants, throws one deep into double coverage, and Trey Herndon makes a good play and picks it off for the good guys. Third pick on the year for Trey Herndon. Crazy stat. Two more. Then it's, who? It's it's crazier considering uh, the 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 other guy. Um, what other guy? Where's he, he playing? He's he's, uh, he's in the playoffs, right? No, no he's not in the, not playoffs? the playoffs. No, no, no. He went to the team to go to the playoffs. Yeah, though. but he, but he, but now he sucks. So they're not in the playoffs. They suck. No, yeah, no, no. But he plays there. He plays there. Yeah, got burned actually on a on a big play, but he blamed it on the safety. It was a safety's fault. Yeah, well, yeah, it totally was. Yeah, it was a safety. He's call. he's he's also hurting as well now too. Yeah, he an injury. Yeah, he's got a back problem. Dude, guys got bad injuries. Guys man. got bad. You gotta you gotta take care of yourself. It's twenty twenty. Take care of yourself. The the year of wealth is health. All right, be so healthy. You, take care so of yourself. That cornerback on the Rams uh, take his productivity from an interception turnover causing uh, standpoint multiply it by three, and that's Trey Herndon. 
And just to piggyback on Trey Hearn real quick, that's saying a lot considering that most teams know to rush the ball on us all the time. Oh, yeah. So if he's got three picks already and the, and teams are running the ball three out of four times each yep. time they face us, that means he's doing okay. He's yeah. not doing too bad. I don't think he could. He, he's not top two, but he he's could, not. No. He, he could be a good fourth corner. A good, really good fourth corner. I said give you three. Then Minshew makes a terrible read on third down, throws it right to the cornerback that was singled up on Conley. It was man-to-man coverage. He threw it inside when he should have thrown it on the outside shoulder, threw it right to the cornerback, goes right into his hands, but he drops it. Uh He drops it, and that does what? It keeps the streak alive, baby. It's alive! It keeps the streak alive. Still has not thrown a pick on the road this season or since college. And guess what? I ain't jinxing anything because he ain't throwing one this season. You know why? Because there's only one game left, baby, and it's at home. Oh, they flex us to the 4 o'clock slots. They might flex us to Indianapolis. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just hope they don't flex us to London. I'm good. I'm yeah, good yeah. there. Yeah, I don't need to get flexed all the way out there. Then those pants that Matt Ryan took off from earlier, I called them the f*** it pants. Doug Marone, he found them, put them on, and he calls a fake punt. Yep. Yeah, Logan Cook has deadly accuracy to the point where I now think that we don't need a third quarterback on the roster. We can have two quarterbacks, and then Logan Cook can be the emergency quarterback because he looks nice and, and calm, and that was a, a dart. He threw to complete that pass. I mean, he could be the, we could save a roster spot, maybe get a better kick returner out there to help Michael Walker. Because, I mean, I, I hate to lose a, such a great quality player that it has been Josh Dobbs for this team. Josh Dobbs has been such a, a great addition to this team. Devin, <laughs> can you tell me what pick we gave up for Josh Dobbs, real quick? We gave up a 2020 fifth round pick. We gave up a fifth round pick. Thank God we gave up this fifth round pick the same round that we drafted Telvin Smith. Oh, my God. Josh Dobbs has been everything and more than what Telvin Smith ever was for this team. I'm so glad he's going to be on this team year in and year out. We're Dave Caldwell making great moves. Josh Dobbs doing Tax Slayer Bowl commercials. He's just a great, great... Oh, Josh Dobbs, thank you so much for everything you've done. And, no! Josh Dobbs has not done a damn thing, all right? We we gave up a fifth-round pick for a guy that ain't going to play a damn snap on the year. We can't go back and be like, well, he didn't play. Can we get our pick back? <laughs> oh, yeah, no. You try to do that. You try to do that. You go to the Steelers and say, well, he didn't play. Can we get our pick back? And the Steelers are going, no, we're going to draft a f***ing pro bowler with that pick, and you can take Josh Dobbs and let him go to NASA and fly in a ship with Dave Caldwell and Doug Marone and, and everybody. <laughs> Josh Dobbs, I'm sorry that Logan Cook's great pass turned into my hatred of the whole Josh Dobbs trade. But looking back on it, when I'm going through the offseason now and like what the Jaguars should do in the draft, and I see fifth round, I see nothing, I'm like, what the f? What? what? And then it's like, oh yeah, no, that's Josh Dobbs. You know, I think the Steelers would have taken tradesies backsies because Duck Dodgers hasn't been playing too hot over there either. So, you know, we, we were presenting it early enough, being like, yo, let's just do a switcheroo. You know, I but we, it's, it's too late now. No, and it's I, too late now. I am going to monitor whatever player Pittsburgh takes with that pick. I am going to monitor <laughs> that player oh, closely. God, extraordinary. I oh my gosh, that player, he's going to be an All Pro Pro Bowler. Hey, what do you got to do to get a get a hundred percent rating as a thrower? I mean, Logan Cook one for one, seven yards, ninety five point eight percent. What do you got to do to get a hundred, man? Yeah, well, you know, actually, a perfect rating is one hundred and fifty eight. He's way far off, well, man. 
What else does he got to do, man? It obviously wasn't a hard enough throw, man. He needs to put a little, he needs to do it behind his back. He didn't look angry enough. No. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So we got the, uh, we got the first down on the fake punt and then we get to third and short and what happens? Uh, Lenny gets stuffed. Okay. And that brings up a point I want to make moving forward. Uh, There are rumors that this coaching staff will actually stay in place for next year. Terrible, awful rumors. And if they do, I have a strategic move that I want to bring up. It's a little innovative. Stay with me here. Doug Marone can't play guard. No. I'm being dead serious when I say this. Okay? When it's third and short, punt. What? Just punt right there. There's no reason to even try, risk injury, anything. We're not going to get it. There's no reason to try. Because we have tried to gain a yard a lot this year, and we can't get it. Whether it's running, whether it's throwing, whether it's playing video games, whether it's a hot dog eating contest, anything at all, we can't get a yard. If if Doug Marone were to try to draw up a play on how to go to Home Depot and buy a yardstick, uh, he would stumble and probably the yardstick would, would puncture him and he'd have to get airlifted to a hospital because he can't get a yard. So there's no reason to try that. We need to stay on message as an offense, and that message is punts and field goals. Okay? 2020 <laughs> is going to be about punts and field goals. If Doug Marone returns, that's what we stay on is punts and field goals. There's no need for yards when you got feet. And we got feet, my man. That's, that's a terrible waste of a fourth down, though. What do you what, There's what, hungry kids in Africa that don't have fourth down, Sean. Yeah, and but, you're just going to waste it? What, 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 what if we mess up on fourth down? What if... What if we go to punt it and then Logan Cook explodes or something and something terrible happens and we don't get that down back? Then we get, but then we can retry. Rather than trying to get the first down that we know we're not going to get, we should try two kicks. You know, just in case one kick goes bad, we can try again. Uh, let's rewrite the rule book, man. Our offense might be so bad that they got to make new rules next year to help us. Let the exactly (laughs) everybody. Every other team's trying to be so innovative to make their offense better. No, we go the other way. We start running backwards. We start we start throwing behind our back. We start at some point we hike a soccer ball. Like it's gonna be weird. You know what I mean? That's that's exactly what you're gonna do if you bring this coach staff back. Okay, so there yeah, you go. I think it'd be more fun to watch, to be honest with you. Unfortunately, we didn't punt it this time when we got stuffed. We got a really good field goal kicker, you know, field goals and, and punts. And so Lambo, we, we bring the Lambo out for a spin, and he gets a field goal. Punts and field goals, 2020. Give me the bumper sticker. Cook Lambo, 2020. That's it. That's it. All right. Stop me if you've heard this before. Uh, AJ Can gets beat like a drum, and Minshew gets a sack lunch to the face. Like Kobayashi. AJ Can actually has earned the starting role as right guard on this team. Oh, wow. The switching stops. No more. No more. No more switching. AJ Can has earned it. All reps 100% of the time at right guard. That's it. All right. Like the deodorant right guard? I Because no, he fing stinks? I don't, think, I don't think he uses right no? guard. No? No. Yeah. I don't think he uses any deodorant whatsoever. <laughs> no. I think he what he puts under his armpits is a smellier armpit. I think he takes. <laughs> 
so his friend who smells worse than him, and they just rub armpits. And that's 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 his right guard that he uses. Well, I could see that as a motivation on the defensive line to get past him because you don't want to exactly play patty cake with that's that. That's his problem. Can we can we check the the uh, you know hygiene of our offensive line, please? I mean, especially the center too. You don't make sure that that Gooch is is you know. <clears throat> The Falcons then run an effortless two-minute drill, go right down the field 90 seconds like it's nothing, and they cap off the first half with a chip shot field goal to make the score 17-3. to Bada-bing, bada-boom, first half, 17-3. to F*** yourself, Jaguars. It's going to be a long day. All right. We'll go ahead and go to break here. Some oh. fiery takes from Sean for our first half. No, please, don't don't stop. It's so much fun. We, oh, I know. He's going know. through this game. This game is a highlight of my life. Don't worry. I know you're on the edge of your seat, dear listeners. <laughs> but we will be right back with our Falcons game recap. And then we'll turn our attention to our last home game, last game of the season, against the Indianapolis Colts. Don't go anywhere, Tuval Hot Takes. We'll be right back after a brief message from our sponsors. Don't spit out your drink unless it's the Doug Marone Kool-Aid. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, your Duval hot takes have returned, and we are going to pick right up where we left off. Sean is on fire, giving us his hot takes about Jaguars' lackluster performance against the Falcons last week. First half is down. Sean will wrap up the rest of the game, and then we will take a peek at the next game against the Colts. Go ahead, Sean. Minshew comes out looking a little more comfortable in the pocket, hits DJ and Conley on uh, nice timing routes, but of course then the drive stalls, and we stay on message, punts and field goals. Julio Jones is just a monster, all right? I have to put it out there. I didn't really highlight any of his big plays because he had these big chunk plays. He ended up with 166 yards. Uh, Friggin' AJ Bouye is going to have nightmares about Julio Jones for the next month. It was just bad. The guy's an absolute monster. I don't care if you're AJ Bouye, if you're the guy that plays for the Rams. I don't care if you're uh, Deion Sanders. I don't care if you're Optimus f***ing Prime. When Julio Jones is coming across your face over the middle, I don't care who you are, you ain't stopping him. He's, He's huge. The only way you can stop him is if he drops the ball, which he did a few times. That's it. You're not gonna. He's too big. He's too strong. He's too fast. He's one of the best receivers we've ever seen in NFL history. The guy's an absolute freak. All right. I, so he's gonna get his. If, if if Matt Ryan targets him, however many times he did, how, how many times did he target Julio? Targeted him 15 times. If, if Julio Jones gets 15 targets, he's gonna catch 10 of them. He's gonna catch 10 of them, and it's gonna go for 166 yards. It's just gonna happen. Guy ate all day. You gotta, you gotta basically isolate the damage as much as possible, and that's keeping him in front of you and not letting him break that home run. Play. Which they did. And if you do that, yeah, if you do that, your chances of winning uh, do do go a lot higher. Yeah, yeah. You just also have to learn how to but stop Devonte Freeman. You gotta also score though. Yeah, I true. Mean, gotta, that's a big part gotta, of it. You do gotta score. Julio Jones doesn't play defense. No, he does yeah, not. Yeah. Uh, Jaguars start their second drive of the day from the one-yard line. Thanks to that man, Michael Walker, for letting the ball drop and roll right to the gunner for the Falcons. Right to him. Just He was like, he faked the fair catch, and he was like, oh, I got you. I'm going to let it hit the ground. And then it hit the ground, and then it went right to the gunner. And the gunner's like, ha, ah, thanks, man. Just like we drew it up. It's like it's crazy how it worked. It's like the gunner knew exactly where the ball was going to roll. It was like perfect. Like the ball hit at the seven yard line, and the gunner was standing right there, right there at the goal line, just waiting for it. And it rolled right to him. I was like, that is impressive. That is just impressive. Good job. So the Jaguars get the ball, they gain three yards, and then they stay on message. Punts and field goals. That's what we're about in Jacksonville. That's, that's what we're all about. All right. Then Matt Ryan, thankfully, makes a bad decision, throws across his body on a rollout to 
Jared Wilson. Jared Wilson picks him off. Second pick of the year. That is one more than the guy that plays in Los Angeles for the Rams. Good hawk play. He read the ball. He he, he jumped on the route, and it was a good good catch. Good oh, play, yeah. man. It was well done. Good to see on, on a rookie that he's got that uh, that awareness to him. We said in the last episode, job interview for everybody. Yes, it is. Jared Absolutely. Wilson. Jared Wilson's trying to trying to keep a job on the team. Trying to be the backup safety. Maybe we bring in another safety. Maybe we, we stick with him. Maybe we, Who knows? I, I don't like him moving forward, but that's just my two cents. I'd love to draft one. I, I, you know, you know. I think Ronnie, Ronnie's got a good role. Ronnie's strong safety. I solid. Don't, I don't like what we have in Jared. Yeah. Ronnie is the best player in secondary we got, in my opinion. Hot take. Ronnie Harrison is the best player we got in secondary on this day. You can better, DJ better than DJ Hayden. Ryan mm, Harrison. Ryan Harrison's a star. That's tough. I'm gonna say Ryan Harrison could be a Pro Bowler at some point in his career. I I do think Ronnie's Ronnie's ceiling is very high. I do agree with you with that. Yeah. I think right now though, right now in production for this year, mm, they're definitely know. one two. I'll give you that. Wait, no, when I look at the tape, when I look at the tape, Ronnie Harrison, he, he just finds the ball. I'll he give just you, finds I'll give the you ball. one two. I'll give you one two. Uh, Minshew then scrambles some eggs for breakfast and then gets another sack lunch, courtesy of Grady Jarrett, going through the ethereal nothingness that is Andrew Norwell. God bless you, Norwell. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Hopefully the dying time. I don't care what the cat penalty is. All right? Cut that, man. Just cut him. I think uh, whatever the cat penalty is, cut him. I was doing a little bit of reading. I see that he's guaranteed 30 mil oh, this year. If we give him the 30 mil, we can cut him with, I think, a 9 or 10... 10 cap. Jeez, man. We're just... Eat it. I don't care. Addition by subtraction. We could put uh, the Christmas tree from the Charlie Brown Christmas special at left guard for the Jaguars. It is would a do tough a better scene. job. It is a tough scene. And again, there's still guys trying to tell me different that Norwell, oh. it, we just, he's just not... They're not watching football. He's not being, you're not watching football. You're not watching you're the game. Not. You're not Either watching that or you listen to Tony Baselli's takes, and it's one of the two. Ooh. All you have to do is watch, just watch the film. He cannot. He's not blocking. No. He's not. He's not doing his job. He just. He's. He just looks lost. It's rough. He looks lost, and then by the time he realizes, oh shit, I'm supposed to block him. It's too late. The guy's looking at. He's looking at Gardner. Jags bounce back though. They pick up a couple first downs, get helped out by a couple Falcon penalties, and cash in on a bread and butter Lambo field goal to stay on message. Punts and field goals. But I'm feeling optimistic at this point in the game. We just got a field goal. We're keeping. They haven't scored. They got they scored on the first two drives, got those easy touchdowns, and they got a crappy field goal. We have defense not playing badly. All right, it's they've only got 17 points. We've got six. All right, we're still in it. I'm feeling good. You always you always have that feeling you're still in. Yeah, that's what I'm, sucks. I'm feeling there. It is. <laughs> you're still ah, just All give me a need, taste. Just give me a stop and a touchdown. We're good. All right, what happens? Brian Hill snaps off a couple 10-yard-plus runs on the ensuing drive. Testament to how bad our defense has played this year. Brian f***ing Hill. Brian Hill's hard work the whole drive. He drives down for probably about 39 yards. Leads to a snipe job by Quadri Allison on a one-yard touchdown for the Millennium Falcons, which makes the score 24-6 and kills my optimism right then and there. Thank you. Thank you, Falcons. But my optimism is revived immediately because of that man Seth DeValve Seth DeValve <laughs> is putting in work on Ron Middleton's resume for a 16 yard catch 16 yards for a tight end Seth DeValve at his biggest game of the year I got another Seth DeValve catch that comes in later on too but that leads to the best play of the day Pat which is your guy Chris Conley 
beats man-to-man coverage on the outside and hauls in a downfield strike from Minshew for a 46-yard TD. Dub C's, baby. Dub C's. Just so y'all know, this is his best career year yet. Best career year so far, stat-wise for him. And which just tells me if he catches those loose end balls, those guys that he dropped throughout the year, the guy is worth a three spot on this team. Huge red zone target too. Yes, he's big body, big body, big body, big body guy That's that we it. don't have on this team, and he get, he could you know give him a little fifty fifty ball, give him a little fade route. I think Conley is an okay third receiver. Yes, great fourth receiver, great fourth receiver. I can agree if we bring in another receiver, so whether whether it be through free agency, trade, or the draft. Maybe more of a, a slot guy, and then Conley becomes the fourth matchup nightmare that we can put on the fourth cornerback for the, uh, the other team. Just when we really spread him out, and then that'd be great. That'd be great. I'd love that because that's kind of what the Kansas City did with him. Mm-hmm. But we could just do that with him, but just a little more, a little more often. You know what I mean? Dwayne Smoot then on the ensuing possession for the Falcons. Gives Matt Ryan a little something that Minshew's been eating on the entire day. And what's that? Smooth sack lunch. Eat it. Eat it, Matty Ice. And so we got the ball back for the good guys. Then that man, number 88. Remember the number. Seth DeValve. Trying to save a spot on this team through the tight end nothingness that we've had all year. Seth DeValve is trying to show us a light at the end of the tunnel. Okay. I don't. I feel like we're a little too hard on Josh Oliver on this podcast, and we speak we, for yourself. We've got to give him. A, he, he was injured all year. All right, we got to give him a chance. I, Travis Kelsey missed his entire rookie year. Okay. Oh, and, don't you and dare so Josh start making Oliver, that. Comparison. Josh Oliver could. It takes tight ends a little longer, so I don't want to shit on him too hard. But Devalve has shown me enough. He has shown me enough that he could be. The third string tight end on this team. Oh my god! Moving forward. All right. right? So you're gonna he, run with the O'Shaughnessy Oliver Devalve show. Well, I'll hopefully draft a guy like a Jared Pickney. Oh, so you're you know? still not really that comfortable. Well, I mean, I just you know you're on the edge of your seat. Devalve is not bad. He's the not, cushions all flat. He's not Nick O'Leary. Okay, Devalve has showed me a little bit, a little bit. I, I I'd hate to see him on the fucking Patriots. Is what I'm saying. I I see Seth Devalve going to the Patriots and him being a star. Yeah, but he'll always be that guy that catches that one catch that you'll always remember. Like he doesn't do yeah. shit for his whole career, but he catches that one. The Koyak syndrome. Well, yeah, Seth Devalve. Uh, he got he, this was a 20 yard catch, a 20 yards, 20 oh, yards man. for a tight end. It's ridiculous. And then uh, on this play. When they were the, the Falcons were showing blitz and Lenny Lenny Fournette, who's he he did the thing where he was calling out the protections again for this game, which is I think it's really cool for a running back to do. He points to the extra rusher on the end and he's like, "I got you." Like he's coming and, and Lenny points right at him, and then the rush the, he blitzes and Lenny blocks him right in his face. He's like, "Come on, let's go!" And it, it, it looked good. So you picked up the blitzer and then Minshew climbs a pocket. Boom! There you go. Love it. But then you know here comes the inconsistency. This game was brought to you by inconsistency from Gardner Minshew, okay? Because then he misses an easy throw to DJ Chark on third down, all right? But the Jaguars are in fourth down territory at this point because, you know, we're not giving up. We're going to try. And then he makes an impossible fourth down throw to Chris Conley that looked like it was through the smallest of windows. He barely got it through the cornerback to Chris Conley. So he misses a wide open DJ Chark. He's under no pressure and he throws it just two yards in front of DJ Chark and I'm like, what the hell is that? And then he makes an absolutely perfect throw to Conley on the outside shoulder on the sideline just over the cornerback and it's the kind of that just wants you to make like 
pull your hair out. Like what? I want I mean, both. He is a rookie at the end of the day. Don't hey, be happy with what we've gotten out of him this year. But eventually, those those mistakes will iron out. You know, I hope so. I mean, there's I, pros out there that are making those dumb mistakes. I agree. I agree. It just it, it was so frustrating to me because like when you look at those two, and they the plays were back to back, which sure. is what's crazy. They're back to back. You miss the wide open guy that would have been a first down, and then you make it hard on yourself, and then you make the impossible throw. It's crazy. All right, but then Minshew loves fourth down apparently. Because then we get to another fourth down on the next on the next uh, downage, and then uh, the Falcons send the house. They bring a jailbreak blitz. Minshew unfazed keeps his eyes downfield this time. Climbs the pocket, finds Keelan Cole, makes an appearance. Keelan Cole, my gosh, he's like, where's Waldo? And he makes another clutch fourth down conversion, takes us into the red zone. Only five yards to pay dirt. Only problem there is. Where don't we like to be, Pat? Yeah, that red zone has been our nightmare. Yeah, the red is blood. Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 it's just Jaguars' blood because that's where Jaguars' drives go to die. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, this series is our season. The 2019 season is quantified in first and five, five yards to pay dirt against the Falcons, week 16, 2019. First and five, slant to DJ Chark gets broken up. <laughs> Second and five, slant to set the valve gets broken up. He wasn't even looking for it. Yeah. Third and five, Minshew puts his dancing shoes on and does the hokey pokey for four seconds on his way to yet another sack lunch. Yeah. Fourth and seven, slant to DJ broken up. Are you saying pow? Yeah. Did you see a, a pattern? Did you see a pattern there? That's your ball game, folks. That's the end of the game. The Falcons string together a couple first downs after that, pretty much do whatever they want, whether it's on the ground or through the air, use up our timeouts, and uh, cap off a 24-12 victory. Ass is on the menu. Bring a fork and knife. There it is. Yeah. No, and you you nailed a lot of key points, especially towards the end. The The problem is what that, that last drive goes to show you on first and five and, and with just five yards to go, uh, there's no trust in the run game. That's because they don't have any faith in that offensive line to get any push to get Leonard Fournette in the end zone. If Leonard Fournette was to get in the end zone, it'd be off of a swing pass or it'd be off of his own f***ing two feet. He's not He's not going to get any help getting into that end zone just because that shows, other than that garbage time touchdown in, in uh, Carolina, that, those, those, that was the only game he scored. And there's a reason for that. Because my man either has to break 80 yards to run down the field and then, and then he runs out of gas, or... He's got to do it all by himself. He's not. He's not getting any help on this team, which goes to show me that he's really, really solidified a role on this team. He's earned a spot on this team. I don't. I don't want to hear about the comparisons of what we could have had, should have had uh, in drafting Leonard Fournette and what we could have gotten out of that pick. I don't want to hear any of that. The fact of the matter is, we have him on our team. He is our premier running back, and he he needs to be that premier running back. Also, he showed me that he can last a whole season. That was huge this year. Going into this year, that was really needed to see. We needed to see that. We needed to see because he was very injury prone. He had a lot of problems. He had a lot of uh, disciplinary issues uh, for the last couple years. He's foreshadowed that. He's 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 gotten out of that. He's calling plays at the line. You know, it wasn't a huge statistical game for him. 71 yards at 15 carries. But he's averaging just under five yards of carry, and he's playing under what has to be the worst offensive line, if not the top three off- worst offensive line in this league in his regard to Russell. I understand late in the game that they want to throw the ball there because they don't want to lose any time on the clock. 
But I would have moved Minshew out of the pocket like a rollout or something like that. It's easy to say that in hindsight and give him the option to run for the pylon if it's there, like you yeah. see a lot of. But they didn't. There was no. It was it was the same play. But when you have a top five back, I believe Leonard Fournette is a top five back. Yeah, oh yeah. at least top ten. You want to put the game on his shoulders. Well, then, but then you know, like like we said uh, earlier in the year against the against the Texans for that two point conversion, they tried to run it. It got stuffed. But again, so, <laughs> it's the same offensive line, yeah, my guy. It's, Nothing's it's, changed. It's, it's dude, we it's, in it's the red weak, zone. It's weak offensive line play, and it's just shown on that. It's weak offensive play calling, and it's showing in the red zone. We are Ace Ventura with the the arrows in the legs. Like, ah, and one leg is pass, <laughs> and the other one is run, right. and it's just ah, ah, ah. lose, lose. Oh man! Last thing I will say is that actually in the in the press conference from yesterday, I believe. Um, the Flippo came out, and he did say that he owns a lot of the uh, miscalling on offense. He yeah. even came out and said, he said, that I haven't really, really opened up the book. A lot of play calling was on me. I, I don't think that we're getting down the field as often as we should. And again, first year, I want to hear that because you're here. This is your this is your first year here. First and know, last year. I don't know if you're saving face or not, but man, I've seen this with Hackett for two years before you came in, and now I'm watching you do the same exact thing. And so if you're telling me that either A, you, you didn't plan accordingly, or B, albeit he wasn't also planning on having Gardner Minshew run this team, mm-hmm. okay, I'll, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt of that, but you had to have had to adjust between the start of this year to where we are now, and if you haven't made that adjustment, then that is kind of telling in what you can do as an offensive coordinator, and if you're just a one-trick pony with Nick Foles, and that's all you've got, my man, the door is right there, see yourself out. Falcons have one of the worst defenses in the NFL, and you put up six points for three quarters. Yep. That, that ain't going to do it. Uh, no, it ain't. It ain't going to uh, do it. it you, you don't show me any promise in downfield play, and that's just not going to do it. Not when I've seen it. I've seen it. That's the problem that I have with this team is that I've seen long plays go down the field. I've seen DJ Chark make those plays. I've seen Gardner Minshew make those throws. So I've seen it. It can be done. Why is it not being done? You know what's sickening, too, is that other than the special team, we didn't turn the ball over on offense. We turned the ball over on special teams at one time, but we didn't turn the ball over on offense once. No. We did not. Minshew didn't throw a pick. Nobody fumbled. We just got outplayed. You can stay in a game with this team. That's the funny thing about yeah. it. Is, oh, yeah, we were in we're, the game the whole way. We're we're in a hole as far as talent goes, as far as the, the defensive scheme goes. We're in a hole in that aspect. But this game was a winnable game. Yeah. Uh, barring what you think or what you thought. Matt Ryan turned the ball over twice. All right. It, we, we were putting pressure on him. You could have made this a game to win. Offensively, we did not show up on this game, and that has been a problem all year, along with the defense. If we get a touchdown in the last series, who knows, man? Maybe the defense plays a little better. You know, maybe the Falcons play calling is a little different, and we, we still could have won that game. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, well, I'm glad we didn't, though. I mean, no, dude. no, no, no. Like, and again, that, at this point, I'm being selfish. At this point, I could give a shit what the record looks like. Yeah. I could give a shit how we lose these ball games because yeah. at the end of the day, I just want to see a good draft spot, yeah. a good pick, and I do not want to see anyone in khakis show back up to work next year. The Duva hot tank is full. Yes. So with that tanking mentality in mind, let's switch our view over to the upcoming game against the Colts. Uh, our last home game this coming Sunday, the 29th, was originally a 1 p.m. game. It's been flexed to 425. Uh, you can see it on CBS. We kind of want to have the same script this time around, but... We do have some 
implications. We do have some some consequences that can either be very good or very bad, depending on how this game goes. Pat, what am I talking about? So as far as the draft picks go, the, our first draft pick that we have, we can go as high as five and as low as ten, depending on you know how other teams play out, i.e. Giants, yeah. i.e. this last game. Um, yeah, so there's 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 a lot of a lot. I mean, five five spots can make a difference, especially in that top five. So, yeah, well, especially if you think about like uh, possibility of a team wanting to trade up for a quarterback and us getting the ransom that I I wanted last year. I'm glad we got Josh Allen, but I've always, especially if we bring in Pioli and McDaniel's that come from that Patriot way of always trading down and accruing more picks. If we get a top five pick. That screams quarterback. That screams quarterback because people trade up for quarterbacks. And if we want, if we want to get a quarterback, if, if, if a new regime comes in and says, "I don't like Minshew that much. I want to draft a quarterback." I want. I would rather get the second best quarterback in the draft than the third or the fourth at ten, or have to spend the the Rams draft pick in order for us to trade up mm-hmm. and get that quarterback. That would be awful. That's Armageddon. I don't want that at all because we need we have multiple holes, and, and I'd love to be able to trade down and nobody wants to trade up to 10 if somebody trades up to 10 it's not nearly the ransom that you're going to get from right. being five so it's huge it's a huge game definitely don't want to win uh the colts have everything to play for they're still alive so i think they're going to bring their a game yeah it should be a good steamroll show yeah for yeah. the colts they like you said they're they're trying to get in that that last spot in the playoffs they want to get in um, it's a team that's that's hungry. They they started off really hot with Jacoby Brissett this year. They started kind of getting a little rocky the last couple games. They thought he was going to be the guy to come in. And, just, and again, surprisingly played. I did not expect Jacoby Brissett to even make a run on this team. Oh, yeah. uh, with T.Y. Hilton out for as long as he was out for. Can you imagine if Andrew Luck was on this team? Oh, uh, yeah. Can you imagine I, this I, team I, be 12-4? That, and that's, that's, a, that's an attestment to the Colts and the Colts organization yeah. and the coaching staff because not only did you lose your, your quarterback, your, yeah. your third bred quarterback you lost your number one receiver and yep. now look at you guys you have a chance to still get in the playoffs yeah when the same can't be said for us yeah no i mean we we lose our cornerback sure you lose a linebacker okay but i mean christ what well, what Pat, did they you have want? they've got the culture yeah no and that's a solidified winning program the colts win every year they win all the time that's what they do that's what the colts are known for winning 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 if the colts are not in the postseason that was a bad year for the Colts, and people are people are getting stern and getting looked at. If the Jaguars don't make the playoffs, business as usual. It's business as usual, and that's the fucking mentality I can't stand. Yeah. We are just going constantly without winning records, and there's no no blame to be put on anyone. Shad's not putting any accountability on this program, and now it's starting to get really fucking tiring. Yeah. All right, let's get down to the uh, X's and O's. I told you last week, Julio Jones, uh, Daily Fantasy, FanDuel, DraftKings, whatever you're using. That was your guy, and he ate. I told you Julio Jones. I told you Austin Hooper. Okay? We're going to continue to go to that standpoint. Attack the Jaguars' defense if you're playing Daily Fantasy, and I will. Marlon Mack will be in every every lineup that I put together on FanDuel and DraftKings. Attacking the Jaguars' defense for the past few weeks has been very lucrative for me. 
it, it's good. And so I think Marlon Mack, just like he he went off against the Jaguars the first time, I think he had a hundred and something yards on eight carries until he got hurt. And then Jonathan Williams came in and then got a hundred yards on like eight carries. So they got like three hundred yards rushing last time. They're gonna do that again. They're gonna run the ball. They're gonna uh, they're gonna destroy us on the ground. Uh, I think Minshew really solidifies the fact that he's probably gonna be a backup moving forward this game. I think it looks ugly. I don't want it to. I'd love to be able to say that Gardner Minshew is our franchise quarterback and then possibly get three first-round picks by trading down with the Raiders. Oh, spoiler I got a whole trade in my head. but we can, And then use those picks on a defensive lineman, an offensive lineman, and a safety or a cornerback and build around Minshew. I'd love that, but I think that he's going to solidify the fact that he's a backup and Nick Foles sucks and that we're going to have to draft a quarterback in the first round and try to go Blake Bortles all over again with Freaking Justin Herbert, whatever, who knows. DHT injuries. Oh, I think my legs might be broken. Quick uh, run through for your injuries. You got DJ Chark. He's uh, limited practice Thursday. Gardner's also limited. Fournette didn't practice Thursday. I'd like to think Leonard Fournette's probably not going to play this game. There's really no reason for him to play. There's really no reason for him to get hurt. Or if it is a neck injury, which it's, it is listed neck, um, there's really no reason to aggravate that. Uh, he's had a great year. He's he's head is accolades. He's hit a thousand yards. He's got a couple records, franchise records for the year. Um, so he's done well. He's done well. I think he's proven himself thoroughly. There's really no reason for you to trot out for this game. Uh, Michael Walker also listed as a non-participant. Please don't play. I don't like that. I do want you to play. That bounty gate's still out there. Thousand dollars. <laughs> First person to put him in the walker. No. I will repeat that. No. Anybody who puts him in a walker will no. get thousand dollars. I don't know where I'll get the thousand dollars, but I will get the thousand dollars. We don't support it. I will protect you in services or some other way. I can cook. I can do whatever. Cook clean. Big Pat Country right $1, there. $1, Big Pat Country. Thousand dollars, Michael Walker. Bounty gate. Um, one thing I will say. My man, DJ Chark, we're almost there. We're almost there. You're at 69. 69 catches, 974, eight tutties. You just need 26 yards. <laughs> It'd be a phenomenal if you got two touchdowns this game. But I'll settle for the 1,000 yards receiving. It's all about individual accolades at this point in the year. I want to see you do well. I want to see you prosper, succeed. Get that bonus on that on that contract if you got one. Uh, I think this game, this game could be close. This is a, this is a chance that you keep it tight. I don't think that the Colts let you win this game, but I think you only lose by like ten points. I think Gardner can get. This is a really bad secondary. It's a really bad game. secondary. We better not it's win this really game. It's a really bad secondary. You can throw on this secondary. You can do very well in the air against this secondary if you throw it down the field. But if you choose not to, you won't let Malik Hooker body your guys and, and bully you off the field. Fine, so be it. If Raquel Armstead comes in and plays the entire game, not likely you're going to get down the field much. Uh, you know, the guy hasn't really shown me much much promise. So, uh, no. Is there a chance to keep it alive? Look at look good. Look look okay. Watchable game. It's at home. If you're going to go watch it, maybe. But I I don't bet on it. Uh, I just I honestly really just care about DJ Chark getting his 20, 26 yards and I'm done. Uh, score prediction. Score prediction. Yeah, I will go 27-14. Yeah, I bet the over last week, and that was rough. Uh, I was way wrong about that. I didn't know that. I think I think Minshew might be a little more hurt than they're letting on or something. I, I, He's been I, hurt all year. Yeah, he, I don't know. His, his shoulder injury, I, I don't know. He got hurt in Denver and hasn't really looked good since then. We'll, so. see, we'll see if he has some surgery or something like that in the offseason. Maybe he's playing through a more serious injury. Same with DJ Chark. He hasn't looked the same uh, recently. He's been popping up on every injury report. Yep. Chark and Minshew have been on every injury report this year. Like, mm-hmm. it feels like. So, 
I don't know. I, I don't see the Jaguars scoring more than one touchdown again. A couple field goals. I'd say uh, 13 to 31. 31 13 Ooh. Colts. Yikes. Yep. Okay. Bunch of, a bunch of, bunch of poop. Okay, so that is our upcoming game against the Colts. Again, December 29th at 425 p.m. Eastern. Last home game. Be there for the end of the regular season. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been your Duval Hot Takes podcast. I'm Taylor Smith, moderator for the show. Sean Daly, host. Pat Smith, co-host. Close out 2019 the same way we've been living it, baby. Debbie facts and stats. We will see you next week to recap the game. Until then, share your takes with us on Twitter at Duval Hot Takes. We'll try and shout you out here on the show if we have some time. We will see you later on. Until then, have fun, be safe, take care.